what's happening, man? Hey. This T.I.P., you know? Hey. I like to dedicate this song to anybody who done ever lost somebody. To the grave, hey. to the streets, hey. to the jail cell. Hey. I done been in a situation where I had to cope with all three, you know what I'm saying? I feel like the only thing I ain't done yet is die, you know? <laughs> but it ain't how I live while I'm here. It's how I live when I leave, you dig? Know? Life's ups and downs, they come and go. But when I die, I hope I live in the sky. All my folks who ain't alive, hope they live in the sky. Pray to God, when I die, they'll live in the sky. sky. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Roger. I represent one half of a Fresh Shit Divider podcast show. And I'm here with episode number 50. Before we get to episode number 50, first and foremost, I want to thank everybody that has been following us from the beginning up until now. You know, I know we uh, had a uh, small hiatus for a little while. We had uh, a lot of stuff going on at, the, at that time. And uh, right now that uh, I'm... I think I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm pretty much done refereeing right now for, uh, I think high school is pretty much over with, so I'm done refereeing, so I guess it's time to get back to the podcast, get back on the mic, and continue to push content. Um, for those that have been following us, uh, you know you can follow us on Apple Podcasts, uh, for all the Android users, you can follow us on the Sound, you can download the SoundCloud app and follow us and listen to us on the, uh, SoundCloud. Um, man, I don't even know where to start, man. Um, I, I kind of wanted to do something, uh, not really a tribute or anything like that, but I just want to do something about just get on and uh, speak about Kobe. Uh, so that's what we're going to do with episode number 50, man. We're going to... Uh, I'm going to give my piece on um, by far one of my favorite athletes of all times. And uh, just somebody I've been following my, my whole entire life. And those that know me know, those that do know me personally know know that. And people that have been following podcasts, sports to me is like a second religion. You know what I'm saying? So before it was out of football, it was, uh, well, I take that back. Before it was out of football, it was the Chicago Bulls. Um, I didn't get, I, I caught the tail end of the Bulls. Um, I caught that uh, 97, 19, 18, uh, right when Jordan retired the second time. Um, that's that's pretty much right there when I became a big fan of, um, that's when I became a big fan of basketball during that, that, that moment right there. And after um, Jordan retired, I um, became a fan of Kobe. I really became a fan of the Lakers. First and foremost, I became a fan of the Lakers. I became a fan of Shaq. And just sitting back watching Shaq and Kobe dominate the league um, for for a long, long period of time. You know what I'm saying? I, that's that's when I became a big time Laker fan slash Kobe fan. You know, I was highly disappointed when Shaq left, but I still I still was a Laker fan. Still was a Kobe fan. I still 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 by the Lakers. Still by Kobe through all the you know good and bad times, you know what I'm saying, but um, let's back back a little bit, for those who don't know, I'm quite sure everybody knows people that's not even into sports knows about it, but uh, on last Sunday, uh, Kobe Bryant with his daughter uh, and a couple of parents and their their kids were uh, traveling 
to a uh, basketball practice on a helicopter and suddenly um, the pilot kind of went through, I'm assuming it was foggy that day and it wasn't safe to fly that day, but the pilot being experienced as he was, you know, I, I think that, it's just my opinion, I think that he thought that he can make it through. And um, for some odd reason, um, he started to climb above the cloud or something, uh, from my understanding. And in the process of climbing uh, above the cloud with no visibility, uh, he took a nosedive. And the helicopter crashed. And uh, Kobe, his daughter, Gigi, and the other parents and the players and the pilot uh, did not make, did not uh, survive the crash. And uh, that was hurtful, man. That was so hurtful, man. Now, I mean, it, it was really, I, I know a lot of people saying that we kind of forget everybody else that was involved, but me, being a big time Kobe Bryant fan, man, that, 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 that hurt me, that hurt me hard, man. Cause like I said, I've been following Kobe since he, became in, since he came in the league, from <laughs> watching him shoot air balls, from him sitting at the end of the bench, to him turning into who he turned into, to, you know, I mean, uh, I've I've been following Kobe whole career from from the you know from the beginning to the end. You know what I'm saying? So that was kind of that was hard. It was sad. You know what I'm saying? To see something like that happen. You know, I thought it was a bunch of bullshit when I first seen it. When I first seen it, it was on TMZ. It was in TMZ reported that Kobe Bryant uh, died in died in a crash, uh, helicopter crash, and um, I just didn't think it was real. And 15, 20 minutes later, ESPN rolled through with their report, CNN rolled through their report, Fox News rolled through their report. And I just couldn't believe it, man. I just couldn't believe it. I mean, it really, it really, it really hurt me, man. I'm still not over it right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm still shedding tears. I can't, it's hard to watch ESPN, it's hard to watch sports, man. it's hard to watch anything dealing with sports, man, because Everything is about COVID right now, and that's what it should be. It should be about COVID, but it's just so hard, man. It's just so hard watching it, man. You know, and uh, man, I had, I had really, um, shed tears like this in a long time, man. I ain't even shed tears like this when my son passed away, and I think it was that moment with my son was that I was just trying to be strong, strong for my wife and for my family. But it's just something about it. It's, it's, it always, it always been, it always been with me when people pass away unexpected, unexpected, and especially when they're young. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that situation like that kind of, and kind of, kind of hit me hard. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that, that right there, pretty, pretty much is, is what hurts the most. You know what I'm saying? It's just that situation the way it happened you know what i'm saying if it you know kobe you know 70 80 years old passed away okay he lived a good life you know what i'm saying that's, that's it but i mean at this point this situation right here man kobe's getting ready to start a different aspect of his career and we didn't get the opportunity to see that that we didn't get the opportunity to see, see that part of his career you know what I'm saying? I think that everybody was pretty much, I mean, I was excited to see, you know, what what was going to be the next for Kobe. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it was a it was a hurt feeling, man. I'm not going to lie to you, still hurt. You know what I'm saying? Uh, prayers up to all the families 
that were involved in the situation, you know what I'm saying, I, man. I know it's hard on the people, man. I know it's hard on a lot of people. I saw the guy um, came on CBS the other day, the, uh, the guy that lost his wife, you know, and he lost his wife and now he's now have to be full responsibility, has full responsibility over his three daughters. You know what I'm saying? It's something me and my wife talk about all the time. You know, my wife passed away. Like, I always say, like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do if it was just me and Lauren. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I, I feel where he coming from. You know what I'm saying? Cause I always felt like that. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm going to step to the plate and be a father to my daughter. But it's just different not having, not having the Lauren's mother there or my wife there for that support. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's just something that we always, me and my wife always kind of discussed, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, you know, what would we do? You know, how would I handle the situation? You know what I'm saying? As far as, like, because you have to adjust every aspect of your schedule, you know what I'm saying, to fit your child need. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I mean, that's tough, man. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. But, um, speaking back on Kobe, man, um, like I said, I've been a Kobe fan, you know what I'm saying, since he came to lead. Um, what most I loved about Kobe was um, he was the second coming of Michael Jordan, hands down. You know what I'm saying? He, he's, he, he is the second greatest shooting guard to ever lace the ball up. You know what I'm saying? Ever lace the shoes up, you know what I'm saying? Put a you know, ball in the hoop, you know what I'm saying? He was the second greatest shooting scoring guard of all time. You know what I'm saying? You, you got to give him that. Um, I don't, uh, beside him being, um, in a Lakers jersey his entire career, I mean, it's rare that you find an athlete that stays with that team his entire career. You know what I'm saying? That was special to me. That, that shows that, uh, Kobe was loyal to, to the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? The Lakers were loyal to him also, you know, um, but, uh, just, Sit back, reminiscing. I can think of. I have a million moments, man, that I can come up with, man. Just seeing Kobe play. You know, what I'm saying I had an opportunity to see uh, Kobe play in person a couple times. Uh, the last time I saw Kobe play was on a farewell tour. Uh, he stopped at Memphis. Matter of fact, my wife was pregnant with Lauren, and uh, what's crazy about that? It was a Valentine Day gift from my wife, and. I uh, wanted to go to the game because at the time, you know, in my my wife' womb, I thought I thought we had a little boy in the way. I just knew we had a little boy, and so I was like, man, you know, it's a perfect opportunity. I want I want my son to experience, you know, just be in the presence, even though he's in the womb. I want him to be there and kind of just experience, you know, what I'm saying the joy and happiness that I had seeing Kobe playing doing his farewell tour. And, you know, a couple months later, we found out it was a girl. <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. Um, but that was the last time I saw Kobe play in person. Um, he didn't really do anything spectacular, but it was just the simple fact that you know, us being there in that moment, uh, experiencing that, that moment right there, you know what I'm saying? Just seeing Kobe, you know, lace him up. And, um, Playing Memphis for the last time, you know what I'm saying? That was a beautiful moment, man. I'll never forget that moment there in my life. Um, Kobe last game when he dropped 60. 
I mean, even um, I think I had found, we had found out that uh, Long was a girl, and I, I, I remember the entire time I'm, I'm watching Kobe, I'm watching Kobe put up buckets, and I'm, uh, and I'm talking to Long in the room like, baby, look, look, this is what I'm talking about, like, man, like, you know, I was just so excited, you know what I'm saying, just to see, you know, Kobe go out like that, Kobe go out on the bang, man, it was just so exciting, man. It's just, just moments like that, man. You know, moments that that I experienced as a sports fan when dealing with Kobe, man. It's just from, you know, the young Kobe with the fro, number eight, just see him just completely dominate the league, man. Like, seeing the stuff that he was doing with the ball, it's just, man, it was so amazing, man. And he had the best sidekick in the world with Shaq. And, Oh my God, man! Like man, seeing the boys win ring after ring after ring, you just thinking like, man, if they would have stayed together, I mean, it's no telling what could have happened with them guys, man. You know, and then after Shaq left and Kobe had his own team, and I know I still to this day I still don't really know if that was really what he wanted or not. Was he tired of being a sidekick to Shaq or or what? But at the same time. Um, it was fun then watching Kobe, you know what I'm saying? Kinda, you know, put a tear on the league, you know what I'm saying? Like Kobe really dominated the league, you know what I'm saying, for a while by itself, you know what I'm saying? And he was robbed a couple of MVPs, um, also by Steve Nash. Um, but that's another story for another day. But um just witnessing that Kobe right there, man, like, like that, you know, and Kobe going through that on his own and I think Kobe matured and he really grew up in that era right there. You know, then um, Phil Jackson came back to the Lakers and when Phil Jackson came back to the Lakers and seeing um, they make a couple of trades and get Kobe, Kobe some stars through there and they go on that second run. Uh, and it, it was amazing seeing, seeing, seeing uh, Kobe with, with Paul Gasol. You know what I'm saying? Seeing them speaking Spanish to each other on the floor, you know what I'm saying? Moving the ball fluent. You saw more of a finessed Kobe, you know what I'm saying? You know, that Kobe right there was more, more of a, like I said, finessed Kobe. You know, you saw older, mature Kobe, you know what I'm saying? You know, but he still had that beast. He still had that mama mentality, though, you know what I'm saying? That never left. But he just seemed like he was smarter than the young Kobe. You know what I'm saying, and um, that last run, you know, um, everybody else, you know, virtually ventured away from the Lakers, and Kobe was again by himself, and he in an opportunity um, to win two gold medals. You know what I'm saying? Towards the end of his career, he didn't um, quite make it back to the promised land um, on his final year, final years of his career. And um, that's when we got the opportunity to see the Vino Kobe, you know what I'm saying? You know, the Vino Kobe, you know, he always said he aged like one, like fine wine, Vino, you know what I'm saying? And um, I pretty much uh, enjoyed, enjoyed that, that part of his career also. Um, it was kind of riddled with uh, injuries um, his last couple of years with the uh, torn Achilles and this and the third, you know. But like I said, I'm still grateful that I was able to witness Kobe Bryant's career. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I still feel his career um, 
in 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 it shortly because I think we was on we was on the verge of seeing a different aspect of COVID. You know what I'm saying? So you know that's no. I'm like I said, I didn't want to kind of I didn't want to do a tribute. I just wanted to kind of you know speak my piece on behalf of Friendship Divided Podcast. You know I just wanted to kind of um, just express uh, the feeling that I've been going through. Uh, Everybody else been going through as far as COVID, you know. So um, we're going in it like that, man. Shout out to our sponsors that been uh, with us from 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 beginning up until now. Uh, TD War Designs. Uh, we got Jessica Crown Consulting Services, Rosa Muffle Shop, uh, Godfather Barbers, also, and. Um, I'm going to end how I always do, you know what I'm saying? Black back over everything. Nobody looking out for us. We got to look out for each other. And uh, rest in peace. Uh, I don't to Kobe, but rest in peace to my son, uh, Trey Deuce. All right, y'all. We out. Peace.